0: I'm Lindsay McFarlane, and you are listening to the Be Daring Podcast, episode 12, Your Self-Worth. Today's topic is self-worth, and a lot of times we kind of intermingle self-worth and self-esteem. And the definition of self-esteem is the way that we feel about and value ourselves. And I love the term value in there because it really puts things in perspective, right? Like we normally value a lot of the people around us, right? Maybe our husband or spouse or kids or um, those great friends that we have, you know, we value these people in our life, but do we really, do you really value yourself? And think about that, like, do you value yourself as much as you're valuing all of the people and things around you? Right? So many times we put our self-worth Um, dependent on the things outside of ourselves, including the people around us. So we like the outside validation, right? The compliments, the um, whatever it is outside of us. We think that if we have a better body, if we lose weight, if we have that car, if we have certain things that then we'll feel better. And I want you to think about how that's worked for you in your life? It doesn't work. It does not work um, until you change how you are valuing yourself. That will never fill that gap inside of you. So even though you think, "Oh, once I get to this weight, or once I start making this amount of money, or once you know the kids are grown and..." whatever, whatever that is for you that makes you think, oh, I'll feel better then, it's not true. (laughs) It's a lie that we tell ourselves over and over. It's not true until you change the way that you are thinking and valuing yourself and your life. So that's what I love about um, coaching is that it has taught me to value myself where I'm at because once you get to that new place, there's hard things there as well, right? So we don't want our self-worth dependent on anything outside of ourself. Um, I was thinking about a story when I was like, okay, what are some things in my life that I've gone through um, that have affected my self-worth? And it's funny because this story popped up in my head, and it was when I was a teenager. Um, And I have many as an adult too, right? Like our self-worth and self-esteem, this is a lifelong process. And when I look back from where I was in my younger years of life to where I've come, I've come a long way. I'm definitely not all the way there with – you know, how I feel about myself, but I have come a long way. Um, and the story that I thought of was, um, I'm trying to think it was probably my junior year in high school. And it's so funny when this story popped up in my head, cause I immediately, I like put it down. I was like, no, you can't tell that. And then I thought, no, I'm in a, tell it. It's okay. I'm 44 years old now. I can tell my story from when I was 17. Um, So when I was 17, or I was a junior, so 16 or 17, and, you know, prom came around. And, of course, you know, everyone's nominating people for prom court or queen or all of those things. And, I can remember that, um, I was nominated along with, I don't know how many other girls, probably seven or eight or something. And what they would do is they would take your picture and they would put it up on this wall. (laughs) Right. And for me, that was tough. That was really tough because, um, I, I had a hard time with like, people knowing oh you were nominated for this or whatever and so when I went and I looked at this wall I can so remember this in my head like deeply ingrained I looked at this wall of pictures of these girls and I'm like these girls are beautiful and I looked at the picture of me and I couldn't see that like at all I was like why is my picture on here why is my picture on here? And I, was, I remember my stomach just sank. And looking back on that, I'm going to get emotional on my podcast. Um, I think how sad that I couldn't see my value. And it makes me emotional because um, it's a lifelong process for us, right? to really see our value and how we are strong. Okay, I've pulled myself back together. (laughs) Who knew that podcasts could do this to you, right? Um, So the next part that I want to talk about is sometimes we might associate self-confidence with arrogance, right? We might think, um, oh, if I'm self-confident, that's being arrogant. No, these are two separate things. Um, if you are are having a sense of arrogance, that is more of you putting yourself above others. Right. And I look at confidence and self-confidence kind of same thing. Um, as a way for you to be strong in who you are and knowing who you are so that you can lift and help others around you, right? Arrogance is going to be pulling people down below you. Confidence, self-confidence is going to be helping to raise people up around you. That's kind of how I look at the difference with it. And um, when we become self-confident, that's when you really get to know who you are and what your place in the world is, right? And how you can help others around you, including your family and friends. Um, When we're not self-confident, we don't have as much capability. I'm not saying you don't have any, (laughs) but you don't have as much capability to really go out and help others, right? So I could look back on this podcast and I know that I will want to. I'll want to cut out the portion where I start to cry (laughs) because I won't want anyone to know, oh, that's me, you know, but I'm working on me and being a little more Vulnerable in who I am and self confident. And so I'm going to leave the crying part in. Um, so that's a little bit of the difference between self confidence and arrogance, not the same thing. Okay, I want to talk also a little bit about being willing to fail. And I know that I've brought this up previously. But this is so important, and when you finally become aware of this, you can implement it into your life when you see yourself pushing something off or not doing something because of your fear of failure or fear of what others will think. And those two go hand in hand. Our fear of failure, think about it, like if we failed and no one around us saw any of it, it would kind of feel bad. But when everyone around us kind of knows that we maybe failed at something, it's a little bit heavier on us. And so um, being willing to fail and being okay with it is a huge part of self-confidence. And I would see this over and over as a teacher with kids and teenagers. The, The kids that were just willing to try something and fail at it would eventually succeed. The kids that were not willing to try out of fear of failure, they just never got it because they had so much fear in failing at something that they didn't progress to that next step. And so the ability to be willing to fail and being okay with it comes from your self-confidence about you, you valuing you, and you having enough self-confidence to know, I'm going to be okay if I fail at this, okay? And you see this in business all the time. (laughs) Any of you that have started your own business or even in the workforce, right? I was a teacher, so I worked under a school district. And it was like, and as a new teacher, all the time, you're kind of nervous about doing something wrong or failing because you're new in the district and you're trying to you know, get your years in. And um, but in business, um, you have to constantly be willing to fail. You have to constantly be willing to put yourself out there, fail, figure out what didn't go right, try again, fail, figure out what didn't go right. And then finally, like you fail over and over until you get a success and then you fail over and over and then you get a success, right? And if you don't have that willingness and self-confidence to just be willing to fail and be okay with it, then you don't progress forward right? So this is a huge um, thing. And this isn't just in business. This is in like every aspect of your life, those things that you're afraid to do. Maybe you're afraid to go out and try a new class at the gym. Maybe you're afraid to even step into a gym, but you really want to, but you like hold yourself back out of fear. Maybe you want to start a new business and you've never done it be out of fear of failure. Maybe you want to invite people over to your house, and it's kind of scary and vulnerable to bring people in or invite, and maybe they'll say no, right? Maybe they will. And we do this all the time, and you are so normal if you go through this. Um, But it's good to have our brain be aware that, um, oh, ding, ding, I'm a. afraid to fail. That's why I'm not doing this. And so learning to kind of switch your mindset into, I might fail, but I'm okay with it because I'm okay with me. If I fail, I still know that I'm me and I'm okay. So I have this quote that I have loved forever. And I'm going to read it to you really quick. It says, There is freedom waiting for you on the breezes of the sky, and you ask, What if I fall? Oh, but my darling, what if you fly? By Aaron Hansen. And I I love that quote because we all ask ourselves, like, what if I fall? What if I fail? But remember, you might just fly. So... Get out there and do that thing that you are terrified to do because there's something good waiting on the other side. You guys got this. (laughs) I know you do. Things can feel scary in life sometimes and that's okay. It's okay to like fear, to fear something and just put yourself out there anyway. I hope you guys have a great week. If you you want to contact me, I'm on Instagram at Lindsay McFarlane Coaching. And I have a Facebook page and my website is lindsaymcfarlane.org. I'd love to be your coach. Talk to you soon.